Justice Wisconsin, the truth. The most requested advocate in the state. 101.7 FM. The movement continues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Milwaukee, yeah. stand up, yeah. stand up It's Tory Lowe, the truth, from one to four We about that action, so tap in and let's go uh, We want that justice, we want all the smoke From Monday through Friday, trying to bring the city hope Yeah, Tory Lowe, from one to four Monday through Friday, let's go We about that action from the block, and we ready, let's go Tap in, and it ain't no holding back We ready, we ready 101.7 The Truth Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show, live from American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue. The movement continues. The marathon continues right here on 1017 The Truth. Thank you for joining me for the third hour of the Tory Lowe Show. And we got to talk about this because it's making this rounds on national news. Uh... There is a video going around about a car theft that happened in Waukesha at a dealership where nine luxury vehicles were stolen from the lot. Uh, I saw this on the national uh, NBC news station, but it was first reported right here in the city on uh, TMJ4. Let's listen to see what took place. Waukesha. All right, take a look at this wild new video released by police that shows exactly what happened when nine vehicles were stolen from a Land Rover dealership in Waukesha. We know one teenager from Chicago was already charged in connection to the theft ring. Our Megan Lee breaks down that video and shows us what happened early Sunday morning. Just after six Sunday morning, these nine masked individuals entered the showroom of a Land Rover dealership in Waukesha. The suspected teenagers arrived at the business on Moreland Road in a stolen silver Chrysler minivan. After gaining entry through a service garage door, the criminal complaint says one of the offenders was able to pry open a lockbox to access multiple sets of keys. This video shows how the individuals were able to smash into the garage door, causing extensive damage. Investigators say two vehicles got out of the dealership through the shattered door. Then security cameras captured this convoy of nine stolen vehicles leaving the dealership lot. Police say the suspects led them on a 30-minute, 115-mile-per-hour chase on I-94 toward the Illinois border. This dash cam video shows the chase coming to an end in Pleasant Prairie. Seventeen-year-old Kelvin Valentine of Chicago was taken into custody by West Dallas police. He faces multiple charges, including burglary, receiving stolen property over $10,000, and criminal damage to property. According to the complaint, he told investigators he was just doing kids' stuff. Police are confident they will find the eight oh, wow. other individuals who were with Valentine. At last just check, six stuff. of the nine vehicles were recovered. Morning hey. Boulevard is home to many other... Well, I'll say this. He said when he got caught, he was just doing kid stuff. And the way that they organized to break into this dealership, it's all caught on. I mean, these this seems like this is the, a pattern. And they were heading to Chicago. So, which leads me to believe that this group had some connections to Chicago. Which is interesting. This is making rounds right now on social media. And 
the way that these people are getting down out here right now, a lot of this is organized. Um, a lot of these young people are definitely doing this with intentions. And uh, they may be from other places, not from Milwaukee. Hey, when you see this video, what do you think, DJ Brothers? Is is this a, a trend that people now that they've changed the, you know, where you can't get into the Kias or the Hyundai's, taking them straight out the dealership? They just went straight to the dealership. Is that I knew it was going to transform into something else, but hey, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's making this rounds. Uh, uh, Al on the talk to text line says, kid stuff, like, really? Uh, and 3088 says, somebody knew somebody. We're going to head to the lines. Brian, you're on the new 1017 The Truth Tap In. Yeah, that had to be an inside job, right. brother. Uh, dudes from Chicago don't come all the way from Chicago to go, go to Waukesha to steal them, that, that level of vehicle. Right. Unless somebody knew somebody. And somebody had uh, 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 some type of funding to get those guys there in the first place and to leave that door unlocked or partially locked the way it was with no security, no cameras, no uh, uh, first response uh, police watching the dealership. No, 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 no. I'll buy that. Inside job. The 17 year old they did catch, he said kid stuff. That's that's uh yeah, just doing kid stuff. Yeah, they they practiced that before they even came up to walking shot. Mm, if you get uh, caught, he know he's not gonna get no major. He knows he's not gonna get no major time. That's why he's saying what he's saying. So the mother, where the other cars at? The other cars probably at chop shops, chop shops, and whoever ordered the uh, the theft, them paid off the boys that they didn't catch. So. It's all going to be good for the for the guys that did the theft, but I guarantee you uh, that insurance going to pay out that dealership. Yep. And I, I, I would I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> it's laughable. When I saw something like that, I said that had to be a setup. That had to be a plan. That kind of stuff don't happen. Just on random. No, there had to be some planning into that. that it had, had to be. To be. It was too organized. Yeah, way too organized. So mm. I guess the cars ain't selling enough in Walker's shop. They what so you saying? Hold on, you think that the dealership <laughs> probably say, oh, "Hey, oh, I, hey, hey, you can't put them past <laughs> you, can't put them, you can't put them past nobody no more." You know right. what I'm saying? Peace. All right, all right, Brian. Hey, they was on gone in sixty seconds in real life, getting the vehicles, they like Nicholas Cage. But uh, also there's another story, a positive story coming out of Milwaukee. Remember we talked about the food truck that uh, was crashed, that had the crash on uh, Houghton and Capitol? Well, I requested a GoFundMe yesterday. I, I wanted to help out and request a GoFundMe, put it out there, uh, urging everybody to share it. Well, today... Yesterday, I think when we first got the GoFundMe, it was at $1,000. Now they have $33,855 raised by 868 donations for the food truck for uh, Andre Richards, who had a food truck, and it was involved in a collision. 
over there on Houghton and Capitol. And this is what the community is supposed to do. God bless everybody who helped make it possible for him to regain his business. Uh, do we have uh, any updated information on this, DJ Brother Z? Here in Milwaukee, the business a man worked so hard to build has been destroyed. A driver crashed her car into a food truck and then police arrested her on suspicion of OWI. Our Andrea Albers shows us how the community is helping the owner get back on his feet. Tonight, the bright orange Gumbo Valley food truck, a familiar sight here at Capitol in Holton, is gone, but far from forgotten. So many people reached out after seeing Andre's story last night during our 10 o'clock newscast, and they wanted to know how they could help. Today, I met up with someone who's already taking action. I built it from the ground up, and I was destroyed. Andre Richards says it took him 14 months to build the truck that was taken from him in seconds. I changed my life to do this. Tony, who was driving by. This was the, the accident. Says his heart dropped when he realized what he was looking at. The truck was like, yeah, it was in horrible condition. Immediately I busted U-turn because uh, I wanted to, you know, further, like, you know, check it out. Did you recognize right away that it was a food truck? I mean, it was yeah. really destroyed. Yeah, because uh, he's there, like, every day. Every day, parked just two miles from Emmy's African Cuisine, a restaurant run by Tony's family. Emmy's got started in a food truck, and although Tony has never met Andre, he knew he had to help. It sounds like you didn't even hesitate to act. Immediately I went to my car, put up a GoFundMe website, and just started that. Now notifications about new donations are popping up on Tony's phone. It's a beautiful thing to see. Each one makes him more confident that the community can help Andre get back on the road. There's still good people out there, and you know, there's people that are willing to uh, help him out in his time to need. I want to add, I chatted with Andre on the phone today. We couldn't meet in person because he was at the hospital getting checked out. Understandably, his spirits were low, but when I told him about how many people were asking about him and wanting to know how they could help, I could tell by the end of our talk, a smile had returned to his face. Reporting hey, along Capitol Drive in Milwaukee, Andrea look, Albers. Look, the thing is, this is a great thing, and this is why I say, like, the power of the people, you know, we can resolve these issues, and within a, a few days, within a few days, you know, Raised enough money to damn near buy him a whole building. Right. It may be a brick and mortar. You know, we make it just get him a restaurant, right? But the thing is, this is what the power of the people can do. And this is why I always talk about don't be afraid to take a different step in a different direction because many times we can handle our own issues. If we all came together and everybody poured in and, and did a little bit at a time, if it's everybody functioning as a, you know, a well, you know, put together unit. It's it's nothing to rebuild, to to place things, to get things that we need if we move in unity. And this is a great example of this. Uh, I'm excited, DJ Brothers. I'm hoping that all the money, I hope that whoever start these GoFundMe's, because sometimes people will start these GoFundMe's and uh, over tragic situations and may not, Give the person the money. This is why when I did a GoFundMe, I always let the family of the person or the person involved handle the GoFundMe. I would never put it in my name because 
sometimes when he goes really high, some people, I've seen people try to, you know, dip in the, dip in the bag. Well, I mean, the guy was on, you know, camera and right. TV who started it. So, and we know how much is raised. So right. We know that's if, what I'm saying. If they don't get that, you know, that exact amount or, you know, whatever. Right. I'm sure GoFundMe is going to get some type of percentage or whatever. Right. But well, well, if they, they don't take, get they the rest take, of it, then they always exactly. take their percentage. Right. But they I'm know who they got to go talk to. Facts. So, like I said, like let's hope that all the money's going to. I'm sure it is. It, I mean, I'm he, just, he don't seem like the I'm type just, of... I'm just talking about from experience, like from years of dealing with cash and in the community and things like that. And, I, and I've always made sure that the family or the person that was the the one that was the victim or the person that needs to go to the GoFundMe was placed in their name. You know, so it ain't no discrepancies. Because trust me, I didn't see them get up there and I didn't... Behind the scenes, like I've seen it go on the news... But I had to I had to be behind the scenes trying to uh fight, you know, for the person to actually get the funding. <laughs> That's why I didn't never do it. Matter of fact, I've seen it happen so many times. I'm just excited when the community comes together, but let's all make sure that everything goes where it needs to be and everything on the up and up. So we're gonna keep everybody updated. And prayers, you know, for a full recovery for Andre. Hey, look, when we come back, we're going to have more conversations. Truth Nation, stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. It's the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The award-winning 1017 The Truth is the home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoops action by listening to Panthers basketball on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and all your favorite streaming platforms. The Panthers are on the road one last time tonight before conference tournament play as they are set to take on the IUPUI Jaguars. Coverage begins at 5.30 with a 6 p.m. tip-off. Also, the award-winning 101.77 The Truth's celebration of black excellence and the most monumental moments in our history all month long is sponsored by Tayback Law, Educators Credit Union, Freighter, and the Medical College of Wisconsin and American Family Insurance. Hey, we've been talking about things that have kind of transferred into our lives that we got out of slavery, like words, uh, mannerisms, things like that. That was my second question of the day. And uh, I remember my grandmother teaching me to say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, sir, no, ma'am. And and, I, and it was to the elders as respect. We showed respect to our elders by calling them Yes, sir, and ma'am, and, and, you know, trying to show reverence. And I realized that from watching uh, this teacher, uh, Miss Beverly, on Instagram, she said that a lot of the things that we were taught 
came from uh, slavery, but we we flipped it. But I didn't know that yes, sir, no man was a part of that too. Let's listen to see what what's really going on with the words. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Hey, Auntie Pep here. You know, as someone who was not born and raised in the South, I had a hard time adjusting to people calling me ma'am. I thought, I'm not really that old. But I learned that young people were raised to address their elders as ma'am or sir or to call them Miss Beverly or Mr. Nate. Then I did some research and learned that the terms ma'am and sir date back to, you guessed it, slavery. What? Blacks were not allowed to call anybody white by their first name, they had to address them as Mrs. or Miss so-and-so or to refer to them as ma'am or sir. Now, somewhere along the way, Black people decided to adopt that same philosophy in teaching their young people to address older people as ma'am or sir. So let me ask you, when you see an older person, do you address them as ma'am or sir? Do you say, thank you, ma'am, or no, sir? Or do you refer to them as Miss Beverly or Mr. Nate? Hey, look, and the sad part about this is when I see all of this, and, you know, we always take it and make it our own. We always are people that will take something negative and try to make it into a positive, you know, just like the word bad. Bad means bad and bad means good. You know, if you look at a car driving down the street, be like, oh, that's a, that, that's a bad car. That car is bad. You know, that, that doesn't mean it's a that doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> but if you say your kids acting bad. Then that means your kids acting bad. They bad. But then if you see a girl out. Say, Tori, what if I say, ooh, she bad. Right. That That's supposed to be she good. See, it, it, we always take words. And, or what about when Michael Jackson says, I'm bad. I'm bad. Right. That means he ain't he ain't to be messed with. That's, you know. Because he the blue gangster. Yeah, he the blue gangster. You know, and the thing is, we we do that. We do that. It's not uncommon for us to take something and make it our own. You know, we creative like that. But I'll say this. It's it's like the word boy. Boy was used as a way because they would never recognize a black man as a man. So they would use the word boy. Now we took it. Hush up, boy. Yes, yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The word boy on, on the European side was was something that was uh in in place of saying the N-word as well. And so we didn't took it, mixed it up, and, and that's my boy. Your boy. You know what I mean? We we took it and flipped it. Cause we had to do it. We had to take things and take the control back 
And, and we can say it and you can't say it. Because when you say it, the, in, in the history, according to when uh, whites used it, it was blood on it. <laughs> when y'all said it, it was blood on it. You know, we, we take things and we flip it because we want to make sure that we, you don't use it. Because when you was using it, you was trying to do something you crazy to us. You know, a, a many times in the logic. But like I said, these are things when we talk about repair, when we talk about reparations, when we talk about things that we should have gotten from the free labor, from the abuse, from the destruction. It's rightfully so. It's rightfully so. And they didn't talk some of y'all out of not believing that y'all need repair. It's some, it's some black people that came on this station. And said that, you know, that we ain't going to get the reparations and we, we ain't going to get this. Well, what the migrants getting? They ain't getting no repair. They getting billions of dollars. What they getting? What Ukraine getting? What the Afghanistan's getting? Where'd all this money come from? See, they didn't talk you out of the things that you, because you don't, have the understanding or the knowledge to understand or you haven't been researching how things work, so you don't care. You, you don't even think about it. You don't even think you deserve repair. You want to impress everybody else and say, I don't need that. I'm going to do it on my own. Well, why the migrants can't get over here and do it on their own? Why are they getting insurance? Why are they coming up with ways to make sure that their families can eat? And they're not even documented. But yet we got to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and figure it out. So this is why I say it's, it's never been a better time in history to understand what's really happening and understand how to move forward. Instead of being played every year during elections, instead of being tricked every time you sign a contract, instead of being played out of your position by not understanding and being a, and being willing to take the back seat so somebody else can get in your seat. <laughs> hey, that's the mentality that, that, that overall that we got. We, we for everybody. But who for us? Who, who's going to make sure that we get the repair? Repair from many of our townships being destroyed. And I've seen a lot of that since we've been talking about it on the air for the last, what, three years. I see a lot of people really searching and understanding all the well-to-do black townships that were destroyed because they were an economic power. An economic power. Now we look at our communities and we asking for jobs. We asking for education. We asking for neighborhood development. They won't allow us to buy the houses in our neighborhoods or you got to have so much money in the bank to get some of these places. Or if you want to set up a business, they'll tell you, oh, we want this here. We don't want your idea. We want you to pay your money to get the building and do what we think should be there. You know how many people have told me this? And this is how they treating us. So this is why it's important to come together as never before. And, and like, like how we were able to rally and come together for that food truck, that one food truck.
Can you imagine if we did this on a day-to-day basis and built in unity? Oh, we powerful. But we just got to show the power. We got we to gotta be about that action. I say, I say, if we don't change the way we're doing things, we're going to look up and it's going to be a crazy situation going on. And then it's too late to try to, you know, we need to get ahead of the curve. The time is now, Truth Nation. Hey, look, when we come back, we'll be joined on the lines by Justice Wisconsin advocate and author Elizabeth Brown. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. This is the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It's like the 90s and 2000s, driving through this wildin'. Hey, Brady 7 pack, they come in bunch. I've been with the choir on a high note, getting C notes. Different presentation to this vibe, you need a keynote. Prezi round this. Black-owned business give back is back. We have again teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2024. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank, member FDIC. Joining me on the lines is Justice Wisconsin advocate and author Elizabeth Brown. How you doing, Queen? All is well, King. Hey, I guess I'll ask you the question of the day. Okay. Um... The question of the day was, have you ever been on a job and afraid to speak out on anything discriminating or any kind of discriminating activities in fear that you might be retaliated against or, or even fired? <laughs> Hell no. That's the story of my life. I always got fired and always spoke <laughs> out. Like, that's what I do. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, even in school, you know, Liz Brown was the one that's going to speak up because I ain't taking no mess. I'm definitely not going to put up with nothing, you know. Um, every job I done got fired from, it was due to the fact that I'm going to speak up um, when when individuals are treated unfairly. And especially, uh, you know, black folks. I, I'm, I'm black first, so I'm always, you know, I done got fired several times for uh speaking up when they called one side of the office the dark side because there's five black folks over there. And, you know, I've always had these issues. So definitely not scared to speak up. Definitely don't give a damn about you firing me because just like I got that job, I get another one. Um, just like me, you know, calling out uh, Tom Barrett, the then mayor, just like me calling out the now mayor. Um, I don't give a damn about nothing you're talking about. I'm going to speak my truth. Mm. So, no. And and the thing is, when I say this, is that many people, you know, when I say that people are in these positions because of the superintendent in Green Bay, his situation where he went to an Atlanta radio station and said some things made that he was talking about what was going on as a superintendent 
in a mostly white school district, and I guess they voted him out of his position, and now he reached a settlement of $250,000 or whatever, and he he wants to be the superintendent, but uh, once you say things against the program or speak out on certain things that may be going on that they may not want out there, they're going to they're gonna cut you off. Of course, but he can still be a threat. You know, that's one thing, you know, we have to understand, especially as black folks, uh, especially with the way that the paradigm is set up, you know, um, like you were telling, you know, Island Boy Eddie, you know, at the end of the day, when you talk, when they when they use like the Michael Jordans and the, the P. Diddy's, you find out that there's a puppet master behind them because the the uh, illusion that is money that they're printing, that they always, you know, give individuals like the Italians and the Irish who were the original, you know, uh, considered uh, white slaves, uh, which really wasn't slaves back then. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, they used, it was a class system. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they were, while we were uh, being enslaved, they were considered the, the, the lower bottom of the totem pole in white society. You know what I'm saying? And then when they started to blend with those of us uh, that were being enslaved or, or had freed ourselves or ran away or whatever, and when we started to group up as the lower level of individuals and coming against them, then they had to allow the Italians and the Irish, like, we got to get them jobs or whatever so they can group up against those of us that are black who are the creators of this America and this world in itself, uh, which automatically locks lock black folks out. So in reality, when we really uh, think about the games that they playing and how is the, this is the same country who said that if you don't take the shot, that they'll take your job as well. It don't matter how well you did your job. It don't matter how many degrees you had. It's all a, it's a power trip. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And in reality, when they throw uh, the blackface bootlickers who are supposed to entice us to believe that America is this land of the free and the home of the brave, America is leads to in incarceration. So how the hell is the land of the free? You understand what I'm saying? America is how is the home of the brave, and it's the home that have bummed its own citizens, that forced us to take a shot to keep a job. But at the same time, those of us that are now uh, sick due to the fact that they took those vaccines no longer have a job, means no more health care. Their lives are changed forever. So, you know, when you really go to thinking, it'll never add up. Mm. And like you told Eddie, with all of these uh, uh, so-called imaginary millionaires and black billionaires who if a black person made a million dollars, it's a white man or a white woman behind them, you know, like the Rothschilds who are, are making trillions of dollars. When you think about all the individuals who are in control of this uh, money that is made every day that they give to, you know, uh, the Nazis in Ukraine, you know, giving it to everybody but black folks, in reality, you sit back, you look at those that they put in front of us, parade in front of us, uh, who got the fame because they didn't get the fortune. 
Right. Every person that we know that's black who they put in our face and said, now this is what you call if you made it. You have to secure the bag. Now you have them coming out. They've been raped, uh, violated in, in all different type of ways, and on top of that, they die broke. Right. Because they only got the fame. They got the fame, the name, and it was a white man or woman that got the fortune. When you see Taraji P. Henson and all of these individuals who stole their souls just to say, uh, Mama, I made it, or that I'm better than another black individual in reality, you die broke, and you realize that the same person that you did the movie with, like Taraji P. Henson, only got $150,000 for Benjamin Button, who won one of the higher awards when her the, the, the co-actor, Brad Pitt, got millions. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, when, when you understand that the game is rigged from the beginning, especially if you're black, you no longer fall for the okey-doke. That, that, the jig is up. Right. We understand that this is a game. And for everybody who they put in front of black folks telling us that these are idols, especially when we're dealing in a time where these elections is coming and you got them scrambling to go to the black entertainers who they think is a joke because they paid them to put a ball in a hoop. We should have known that it was a catch-22 when you got basketball players making millions and teachers who only making $30,000 a year. We're supposed to care about our future. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But you have entertainers who's just there uh, to put on a, a, a show, a distraction for the poor people to stop us from working and doing what it is that we need to do like it was originally because everything we pay for on this planet grows free. It runs free. Water runs free. Fruits. All of the things that we, they, they misled us to believe that um, we have to pay for run free. You understand what I'm saying? So in, in, the, in the reality of watching these supposed to be high-paid um, entertainers, black entertainers, who are a very small percentage, if they don't go or if they don't do what masters say they're going to do, because look at Kyrie. Right. Look at a Kanye he West. He spoke his truth. Come on, man. Look, I mean, uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, everybody who came out to tell the truth. You understand? There were repercussions to their actions. So when we're talking about regular folk who only making fifty thousand right. to a hundred, like I make six figures, okay. And if you say anything outside of the script that the white man told, it's a wrap. And now you back in the same neighborhood doing the same things. And, again, poverty is the threat that they give to a bootlicker. Mm. And in reality, when you think about the bootlickers that's in our inner city, like, you know, our mayors and things like that, they still live in our own vicinity. We still see them. They selling us out for crumbs. You understand? In reality, again, you have to ask yourself. What is it that you're going to do? Because they sold us this false sense of this what it looks like when you made it, but they're not telling you the background of what that looks like. When mm. you have to bow down and be the, the dog at the, at the foot of the master's table, when you shucking and jiving, when you're the only 
black person in the room or the first black this and the first black that in 2024. They're not, they didn't choose you because you was great at what you did. They chose you because they know that you would be great at them using you to mislead others. You wasn't picked, boo, because you was a, a, a great person. They pick you because you was a great tool that they can uh, misuse, abuse, and manipulate so you can mislead your community, and they don't respect you at the end of the day no way. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. So. Hey, that's why I say it's a you reality. Got, show. You got to understand when when I talk about stories like these, there's a lot of stories like this. But coming out of Green Bay with that superintendent, and then when he says something off the script, they immediately, you know, seven to zero, voted him off. Right. <laughs> and this hey, is so what happened. This is like the 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 black teacher that the one that was teacher of the year, uh, the Mohammed. Yeah. He was, in Chicago. Uh, in, in Chicago. But they they did it to him not because uh, he didn't follow a certain script. They did it to him because he was starting to be influential in black children's lives, in their parents' lives. He was getting them to think critically. And to think critically goes against the school-to-prison pipeline, mm. you know? It, it, he's talking about the truth behind what happens when you go to prison because it promotes homosexuality and this is why the majority are black individuals that are being pushed inside of these systems again because that sick mentality of the slave uh plantation where they was doing butt the breaking. butt breaking yeah you understand what i'm saying Upgrading. violating men in front of their families and now you have black individuals who are out here acting just like they masters the sick ideologies of, you know what I'm saying, violating individuals and the, the homosexuality of the prison systems. They knew what they was doing when they set it up. And in reality, now in the, any individuals that, when you think about all the basketball stars, because when you think about entertainment, football, uh, basketball, they, when they sign those contracts that come with a certain NDAs and things that they can't, they can't go back to help their community. This is why our community suffers so bad. You will see them giving out toys and stuff in a, in a predominantly white hospital or something like that, but you'll never see them come back and give back because it's a part of a stipulation that they didn't sign, and they can't speak against nothing that mainstream is not already talking about, or they're mm. going to shut them down. Hey, look, when we come back, I want to get your final thoughts, Elizabeth Brown. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. You are listening to The Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece, got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though, ambition flow inside my DNA. One on seven the truth, Tory Low, Tory Low Show. Elizabeth Brown. Hey, I want to get your final thoughts on the show. Also, I want to know what are some of the mannerisms that carried over from slavery that we still use today. <laughs> I mean, uh anything that's uh negative uh that we do, again, you know, a lot of folk, folks running around here, you know, mirroring their masters. Um Again, uh, homosexuality, uh, when you think about that, 
Um, when you think about, you know, the the cutthroat mentality uh, of securing a bag and, you know, uh, crossing over a whole group of individuals, uh, forgetting about, you know, where you came from. I mean, you all the negative the, the, notations. The, the, the homie tribe uh, style. Yeah, the slave master mentality. Because, again, you ain't a good Negro until you the soul out everybody else. Uh, and then they they destroy you after that. So right. it's a lot of negative things uh, that came from that. And and just you know for Eddie's education educational purposes, um, English actually derived. If if black men and women are the creators of civilization, nothing that you're talking about came from Europe, came from Europe or England. English. Black folks invented that, too. Now, white folks did come and try to flip some letters or something. You know what I'm saying? But the, all the original, when they say proper English, that originated with the original people. With the Moors. Black men and women. Europe. The original man and woman. So with that being said, um, for all the ignorance, pick up a book and read. You know? Hey. Intelligence. And nowadays is, is the new currency. So don't get rich in money. Get rich in your mind. And you'll realize that money really ain't what you thought it was. Hey, look, Elizabeth Brown, I appreciate you for being on these front lines as usual. But we got a lot of work to do, girl. Hey, you already know. I'm here for it. One love, kid. All right. All right, DJ Brother Z. All right, Tori Love from Waterfall. Let's get it. Hey, look, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the show today, Truth Nation. Hey, look, some of the things we was taught was passed down from generation to generation through oppression. And I would advise you to do your research many times. It's a little research. Hey, we got these phones in our hands. We got a lot of people trying to give you the information. Do some research sometimes to see what the root cause of the idea, where did it come from? And you'll find out, hey, maybe, maybe that idea may not been put in place to benefit or have my best interest. Look, Dr. Ken Harris up next. Be safe. Uh-huh.